Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Becoming CEO AF podcast. I am one of your hosts here, Kimba Garcia. And I am Amanda Bell. And I'm Chris Kader. And today, guys, we are going to be talking about, I don't know, guys, is this a good topic? Is this a happy topic? What is this? What yeah, is this topic? It is going to be a super happy topic, you guys, because the truth is, is it's, we're calling it the market condition or the correction in our market um, or in our country, if you will. <laughs> um, but the truth is, is that a lot of what people are fearful of is the unknown. Mm-hmm. They're scared of what they don't know. Because right now they feel like they know the next step that's coming. They know their business is growing. They know that their life is going this direction right now and that's where everything's headed. And with a correction in the market, it stems fear inside Mm -hmm. of most of us. And the goal with the correction is to not let that fear consume you, to not let the fear of a correction or where your money's at. So if your money's in the stock market and it took a 37% hit over the last two or three weeks – do not play off of emotions. So later you guys will be able to catch our podcast that we just did right before this one. And it's becoming unfuckwithable. Mm-hmm. And so the truth is, is with that, you cannot let the unknown drive your results or your actions, which leads to your results. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to remember to be unfuckwithable and keep producing your everything in your life from a place of like peace and harmony and balance. And from there, it's more known. So, Kimba, I'd like to hear kind of both yours and Chris's thoughts on the market and what that means to you when somebody brings it up. What immediately goes through your head? Um, For me, opportunity, to be honest with you. Um, Of course, we can let ourselves get lost in the fear of a recession, market conditions, ups and downs in the market. But I think what real... Real, real entrepreneurs that are CEO AF, if you will, in their mind, body, heart, and soul. I think what we do in these in these times is we pivot towards opportunity. We know that with change, that with fluctuation, can come opportunity, and we keep our eyes open to those opportunities. For me personally, I'm very grateful that I'm in insurance restoration because it is one of the most recession-proof industries, if you will. Storms are going to keep happening in Dallas-Fort Worth. Insurance is going to keep paying for those storms that happen. And so I'm very thankful to be in the business that I'm in. And I do, I will say that maybe that does allow me to have less fear than some people. I will say within that space, though, that it does still affect my customers, my consumers, therefore my business. And one of the things that I'm personally doing is going back, reminding myself that my entrepreneurship journey is a soul journey that allows me to grow and get better and stronger personally. It also allows me to provide myself and my family beautiful things that I want to be around and beautiful experiences that I want to be a part of. But outside of that, I don't allow myself to get tethered to one outcome or one situation. I try to keep my mind and my heart open to opportunities within the fluctuation and being open-minded that maybe I need to learn some things that I don't know about, right? Maybe I need to open myself to opportunities that I'm not exploring yet and just making sure that I'm not allowing myself to get so caught up in the fear and the stress that we know that builds up cortisol. I always say, Amanda, it's like the foam at the top of the beer, right? That's our stress, right? Underneath the stress, the foam on the top of the beer is actually all the good shit that's inside the beer, right? And we know that we have a subconscious genius within us all when we just get rid of the get rid of the fluff on top and that's really the stress and the anxiety that we fear over things and inside of the beer if you will is our natural creative essence we are creators we are opportunity finders and when you really are somebody that says man i am ceo af it's because you can step back from the fear and open yourself to opportunity 
in a mindset of abundance, not scarcity. I love that. I absolutely love that. And that is CEO AF. <laughs> Chris, when somebody comes to you, man, and they say, hey, man, the market, did you see the stock market? Did you see the housing market? Everything is just tumbling. What's your first thought? Well, just like what Kimba said too, right? Coming down to the abundant versus scarcity mindset. I mean, when I listen to that, like, I'll hear them out, right? I'll, I'll let them speak. And, but then immediately my mindset is always, it is an abundant mindset. And it's also um, finding solutions to problems. So I'll immediately start to kind of pivot the conversation into, well, have you tried this or have you looked at this? And <sighs> instead of just dwelling on things that we have zero control over. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, I always keep focus, like I have two beautiful kids I always keep focused on them, right? Because at the end of the day, I'm always going to provide for them. So there is no other option. Um, so even though, you know, whatever's going on in the world, again, that we have zero control over, I'm always going to find a way. So it's, it's about that simple. There just isn't another option. <laughs> there is no plan that. B, right? You did figure. And so, I... yeah, you can go for it. And I love so much that you said when you hear people talking about the market or talking about their fears with the market, how you said, man, I do hear them out, but I also pivot the conversation at some point because the truth is, is that is what being CEO AF is all about. It's about when you feel the energy in the room lacking just a little bit, maybe you stand up and guide the energy, you lead it, mm -hmm. you're a leader, that's what we all do. We kind of lead that energy into a completely different direction and we take it from a place of scarcity and fear to a place of abundance and something that you can produce to be more familiar, if you will. And I do believe that with that, leading the way towards that energy, you get to start planning and being creative, like Kimbo was saying. So we're all creators. And you guys have heard the term, I'm sure, and if you haven't, don't forget this one. You can plan to fail or fail to plan. What is it? Yeah, that's it. That is it. That was it. So yeah. if you fail to plan, then you failed. That's that. You didn't plan. There's nothing to look forward to. You know what? Scarcity probably is all we have to look forward to. Here we go. Pity party. Yeah. Um, or you can plan so that you don't fail. So you get to start creating. A plan is being a creator and, and creating what you want to see in the future. And if you know that the housing market is going to slow down a little bit, if you know that the stock market has already taken a dump a little bit, mm -hmm. if you know all those things, but you also know that statistics show that our market always climbs, right? We do a little bit of a roller coaster, but it's always upward, always mm -hmm. upward. And there's just no other way around that. If you know that, and then you get to plan for that, creating your future is almost like the most fun part. Like, why would you not want to create that in a downturn? I think that's the beautiful part. You get to step in like ground zero and then ride it to a higher wave. What? Does that make sense? Yeah. No, 100%. And I love that. And I love just going back to getting creative, having fun. I love that Chris said that he really focuses on his kids um, as his motivation to just keep solving problems. You know, I think that that's absolutely huge in this is that we have to understand that, you know, there's some things out there that we just don't have control over and we have to keep control of the controllables. 
And, you know, anytime that you're facing a recession or the fear over gas prices are a huge fear right now, right? Everybody's kind of like, what are we going to do over gas prices? And I got multiple diesel trucks out on the road, so I'm, I'm there watching it. You know, it, it's one of those things. But we are getting in front of what, how can we plan for this? Um, what, where can we pivot to? Where are there opportunities? And then, of course, just staying focused on the fact that, again, we're not tethered to the results. We're here flowing with our journey. We're flowing with our life. And we're being creators in that space. So with ups and downs in the market comes opportunity, comes problems to solve. And you just have to stay focused on the controllables within that space. And I think that that's really what our CEO AF fam honestly crushes doing, you know, Um, and that they're learning that they have a lot more power than they once knew that they did. And so that's been really cool to see within our group as a group of entrepreneurs that aren't necessarily like diving and swimming in the fear, but are holding on to their faith are having fun and are embracing the challenge because as entrepreneurs, there's always going to be ups and downs in the market. And this small window of time over the course of how long we're all going to be owning and operating businesses, you know, maybe there's going to be a market downturn for a couple of years, whatever the case is. But long term, we're going to be here creating solving problems no matter what. So we may as well get fun with the problems that we're solving. And Amanda, I want to know, because I would assume that our listeners want to know this from you, right? You're a top three real estate agent in the state of Texas. You are also accredited by Harvard for business finance. So you see the market and your perspective from the market is a little bit different, if you will, than just your average Joe out there right now. Um, So tell us a little bit about when you're looking right now, what is the real estate market doing? What is the stock market doing? And when we say, hey guys, just plan, what exactly are they planning for? I love that question. And I'm so glad you asked. So with the market, you guys, history shows improves to repeat itself in a sense um and with that anytime the stock market takes a crash if you will the real estate market typically follows about three months after so if if we know that the stocks just crashed about two or three weeks ago then we know that the real estate market is is soon to follow right if, if history is repeating itself and if all the things, right? None of us have a crystal ball. And sure. so that's the scarcity piece is people, people just don't know what they don't know. And that scares people. And so if we know from history that it repeats itself and we know that the markets, the stock has already gone down and the real estate market typically follows three months later, then we also know that with that comes the... It, it, I'm going to use real estate for ex- for the example, you guys. Mm-hmm. With that, a lot of people think, oh, my gosh, so I just paid more for my home than it's going to be worth this year? Sure. Think of it as you will, right? Sure. If it Depending on the state you're in, DFW is more cushioned. We don't typically see that happen in DFW. In fact, instead of climbing at, you know, a 15 to 25% rate year over year for the past few years, right, instead we typically climb between 3 and 5%. So like your home is never losing value. It's just not climbing as quickly. And mm-hmm. once you tell somebody that, you just see like the fear wash off of them. They just kind of like put it down. They're like, oh, okay. so it's not a big deal? Yeah, no, it's really not. So now you're educated. <laughs> yeah. So now you're a little bit more educated. So the fear isn't necessarily there as strong as it was before. Are you still paying silly gas prices? Sure. Are they ever going to go back down? Absolutely not. <laughs> they will They will likely come down a little bit. It's that upward roller coaster, you guys. We're never going to be back in the 70s or the 80s where we paid 80 cents a gallon for gas. Damn. In fact, <laughs> I know. I know. In fact, a lot of our, you know, GM let, let out uh, an article recently that states that within the next – 
before the end of like 2023, they're going to be an all electric line. So like who cares where the gas prices are going, dude? It's all going electric, right? Or however you want to see that. But just knowing that there's other options out there because now you're a little bit more experienced, if you will, or educated, then it kind of relieves some of that stress. So a part of planning is is educating yourself. Um, another piece to the planning of the puzzle, if you will, is sitting down and actually tracking what you're doing, what you're going to be doing, and and where you're going. And the way that we, most of us here at CEOAF like to do that is we like to see the end result that you're looking for. And that changes, everything's ever changing. But if you told me, Amanda Bell, or or if you told CEOAF, all all of your coaches, that you wanted to net a million dollars by December 31st, 2022. Well, guess what? We're gonna take that and backtrack into it, right? So that's the planning piece, but but the, and then, and then you know exactly what step to take next, and all you have to do is execute. You have to, the thought has to be in your mind. You have to feel the energy and the emotions. You have to create the activity to give you the result. We, we preach on this all the time. Um, and all of that starts with a plan or a thought, being creative because you are a creator. And so I do think, I do think that that's the planning piece to it. That's some more history on the market and where things could go or are going. Um, and, of course, if any of you guys have any more questions, definitely reach out to us. We're happy to answer those. I think one of the coolest things that you just kind of brought up there, Amanda, was the fact that the world is changing. It's changing around us. Whether you like that, you don't like that, it doesn't really matter. I am choosing to see this as I'm just so grateful because we live our our age demographic, if you will. Right? I'm 33. Amanda, you're 32. Mm-hmm. Chris, how old are you? 36. So we're all right here together, right? Chris being the old man in the group, clearly, and Amanda being the baby and being a Kimba sandwich right in the middle. But we're all right here together. <laughs> In our age demographic, and so when I say that I went from watching the internet go from, I, we know the world without the internet, right? Our kids don't. So we are this this generation uh, kind of right here in the middle that we know life without the internet. We also saw life change with the development of the internet, with people having smartphones in their hand, with social media coming around. And now we're also watching the world change as it pertains to, Amanda mentioned, Um, gas vehicles versus electric vehicles. And we're watching, you know, right now I'm kind of like, I would go buy an electric vehicle, but there's not enough chargers. But then (laughs) I know that chargers are going to become more popular and we're gonna we're gonna see solar panels becoming more popular and we're gonna see the world go a little bit more green in order to protect our climate and our environment. And regardless of how you feel about that, these are the changes that as of right now, that are just happening around us. And so I do think that at the end of the day, again, just just zooming out of our personal emotions or our personal feelings and kind of just saying, you know, it's kind of cool to just to get to experience the changes that are happening in humanity and be at an age and a place where I just remember all the way from the internet not existing to not having not having a, a checker at Walmart check us out for our groceries anymore, yeah. right? We we've seen going from, you know, no cell phones existing to the way that our cars can now park themselves almost. And, and all these different changes are happening. And so I've been kind of trying to look at ups and downs, market conditions changing. Like, yeah, we live in a weird time, but at the same time, aren't you just grateful uh, to kind of get to be a part of everything that's going on? you know, around and kind of get to be a part of the change and and get an opportunity to kind of flow and 
you know, we're surfers around here. Amanda and I, you know, we're lake people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I always like to word it to that. It's like, you know, when you're wakeboarding, you're surfing, you're kind of finding your little pocket in the wave, if you will. And you're just kind of flowing with it and having fun. And I think that in changes in market conditions, just like changes in tides and in waves, man, find your pocket, flow and have fun. Oh, I love that. I love yeah, that. And something I'd like to add to analogy I kind of think of often is, you know, I, we all should be, you know, our end goal is to to have freedom, right? Freedom of our time, to have enough money to be able to um, to be able to make that time, right? And then to be able to go anywhere to do anything with whoever we want. And so I think about, you know, like a 737, right? So that kind of jet can fly higher than most. And so that's kind of like my goal is to be a 737 because you can climb through all the turbulence and all the clouds and you're, you're up above the clouds, right? Yep. It's sunny, smooth ride. Um, when you're, when you're down in the clouds, right. And you're not making enough money, you're going to be affected by these things, mm. but when you make enough money. It doesn't matter. They don't, you know, those kind of people don't pay attention to gas prices. They don't care about the cost of food. It just doesn't affect them. So I guess, you know, that's my goal. And I would encourage everybody to, figure out a way, to, you know, to build a gift that's our goal. Yeah. To get out of that. Yeah, I love that, man. Just make more money. And Chris actually started off our, our little uh, experience today at the podcast studio with that's what he said. He's like, man, at the end of the day, we just got to make more money. And I love that because at CEO AF, we do say, you know, you don't cancel net Netflix, you make 10 more dollars. And that's just kind of going back to our personal gratitude as well with the opportunities around us. Maybe we do have to learn things we don't know. Maybe we have to pivot to more opportunities. But at the end of the day, if the lifestyle that you want to live is going to be more expensive, man, you got to make more money, <laughs> right? So you're yeah. going to have to reverse engineer the plan. You're going to have to figure out what you want. You're going to have to reverse engineer the plan. And then you're going to have to show up and execute on that. But to assume that gas prices are ever going to be what they were in 1985, is crazy. And I love what Chris said, because I did, I stood back in my house and I'll just, I'll just be transparent with you. I stood back in my house last night and was thinking about, and not getting lost in, in a silly way, but just kind of had a thought about everything that was going on. And I looked around and I thought, you know, I'm so grateful that at the end of the day, even if maybe, um, some of my money had to be moved to other places, I'm not, I am in a place where I'm not fearing um, how I'm going to keep food on the table or a roof over my head or how I'm going to pay the mortgage, right? We've built up um, different income streams and different opportunities around us that we know that we're just going to keep building on top of and pivoting and weaving with. And that's just so important um, to people out there that are maybe feeling stuck in their situation or stuck in their financial situation or maybe in their job. And they're starting to ask themselves, like, well, what am I going to do? Kimba, how can I make more money? You know, the opportunity at your fingertips, again, just don't get stuck in the, don't get stuck in being stuck, man. That's the worst thing that you can do. You have to open yourself up to the universe and be open to opportunities that come in and be willing to do the work for what you want. You know, I mean, sometimes you're pulling double duty when you're, when you're growing your own business or when you're adding income streams. And I know through growing CEO AF up until this point, Amanda, Chris, and I have all been pulling double duty to get this podcast going to support and help our clients to still continue to grow our own businesses um, that we, and we each have multiple, you know, so we're, we're overseeing and we're doing a lot and we're pulling double duty. And I call that doing what you have to until you can do what you want to, which is what Chris is talking about, about being the 737 overseeing everything from 
you know, up top and not being affected by the turbulence in the clouds because you can actually get higher than that. Yeah. And I just love, um, you know, I love embracing that climb and understanding that that's the goal is to be able to break through the clouds, not be affected by the turbulence, not have to worry about what is milk cost or, or really have to look at the pump when you put the card in because you know that you're covered and what that looks like for you in planning, reverse engineering and showing up. You know, when you have it mapped out on paper, that's CEO AF and you don't have to be as fearful. You can live more in abundance than in scarcity. And, um, you know, to us, it's really just about building a life by design that you enjoy and you do have a personal responsibility to create joy and to create your the life by design, right? And so you're going to have to pivot to market conditions and just get used to that flow and have some fun with it. That's yeah. all you can do. Yeah, I love that so much. And I love the part where you were talking about, man, maybe you really are just going to have to sit down and work, right? Yeah. The cool part is, is that we've, we all have worked, you guys. <laughs> like, we've all worked. In fact, most of us have worked over time and some, right? So like, I know me personally, I've worked three jobs at once, right? Just to put, just to put food on the table mm -hmm. and just to do those things. So once you start doing that, and that's part of your plan, so if I, if I want this lifestyle, and at the time it was just to, just to feed my son at a very young age, <laughs> right? then man, I have to work these three jobs to get that done and I'm cool to do that. And if I'm going to have to do that, I'm going to go ahead and have fun doing it because it has to be done. And I think when you find that piece to the puzzle, you just kind of go through the motions. You know it's got to be done. So guess what? Here, clocking in, job number three, here we go. We're going to have a whole lot of fun doing it. Fun. This kind of sucks, but here we go. And the cool piece is, is like we're all used to working. Yeah. You're all CEOs. You're all entrepreneurs. Don't act like you weren't scared to work. So if, in fact, the correction or the market or the gas prices or the electric vehicles or whatever, if all of that does hit your industry or does hit you a little bit harder than you'd like and the bills start to get a little bit more behind, remember that you know how to work and you're not scared to get in and get dirty. That's a cool part. And go have fun doing it. That's really all you can do. And if you need help or a little bit of encouragement, maybe even a laugh on the side, call CEO AF. That's what I can, we do. That is what we do. You're going to call us crying because the mortgage ain't getting paid this month. And we're going to laugh and then brainstorm and give you a solution. And then it's time to get to work. So we have, guys, just to share with y'all, we do have some of our clients that have been pivoting in industries um, within our coaching program. You know, they're saying my industry's being affected. I'm kind of seeing this going on. I have this other idea. We've had clients that have pivoted into completely new industries that have started new businesses because they're just not, they're just not stuck to anything that doesn't work. They're always going to operate in an abundant mindset and be pivoting towards the market conditions. And so I'm super proud of our group inside of CEO AF because another important thing on top of not being afraid to do the work, but it's not being afraid to invest in help, invest in learning what you don't know. I think that sometimes whenever people are going through a cash flow crunch, they almost like pull in on investing into their self sometimes into paying for those books or courses or different seminars and events. You know, I know we're both really big on going to those. Chris is actually coming down to Texas um, for an event that he's going to, to just grow his mind, his business and learn. None of us are pulling in from investing in education and learning new things that we know are required to know to get us where we're going to go. You just can't fall back on those excuses. You just have to map it out and execute the plan. So that's really the only other thing that I would say, guys, is if you are in a place where you're going to pivot industries, embrace that, learn what you need to know, find yourself on the right team, surrounded by the right people so that you can just crush it. Yeah. continue to pivot with the market and just have fun and stay grateful for getting to experience this unique place and time I think that we've kind of found ourselves in in the growing of 
the changes that we've seen over the last two years, but honestly, over the last 20. Yeah, over the last 20 years, you guys, the the S&P 500, real quick, because now you got me on this whole thing. Over the last two decades, you guys, the S&P 500 used to have very, very, very few American-owned businesses, right? And now, today, we have like 30 in the top, like 50 of the 500 that are all American-owned. And I just think that is so huge for all of us. Mm-hmm in our country right I do just feel like that that alone is a statement and that alone is a shift and I'm stoked to be a part of that and to be able to see that that just means that we get to get our hands on it a little bit for me we get to get our hands on it a little bit quicker than maybe we used to in the past and so I am grateful for that opportunity and that's exactly how I see it as an opportunity um I do also want to recap real quick with the warriors that Kimbo was talking about earlier, the really fun, fun piece to that puzzle is that every single warrior that signed up with us since they started, have they've already told us and we've already seen their numbers. They have, in fact, doubled their income nearly. If they haven't, they're definitely having their best year Mm-hmm. since they've been with us, even going through some of these little changes here and there and all those things. So even though they're flowing and they might be like, man, my tube's getting a little rocky over here. How do I stay on? They're staying on and they're flowing and they're getting back to that balanced state. And I'm just stoked for all of them. So that we shared a little bit about where they're going and how they're pivoting and doing this and that. But the cool piece is, is not one of them has dropped their income. Yeah, which is really cool. And so, guys, as we are navigating through market conditions, whatever is to come, our our main advice to everybody is, man, keep that CEO AF-level mindset. Understand that you have to control the controllables, right? You have to plan. You have to reverse engineer the plan. You can't be afraid to work. You can't be afraid to pivot. At the end of the day, guys, I just keep coming back to I guess that's just the what woke up on my heart this morning was that, man, it's a soul journey. And I'm on a soul journey. I'm on I'm on a journey that's so much bigger than my business. It's so much big, bigger than my finances. You know, I'm on a soul journey. And with the ups and downs, and I get to be creative. I get to get stronger. I get to grow. And at the end of the day, that's something that my bank account just cannot provide for me. That's something that the government cannot provide for me. It's a personal journey. It's a soul journey for me. And I just invite you guys to find yourself on it. Um, on the same one, whatever that looks like for you. And if you need a community, guys, we do have a mastermind group that we call the Conference Room. Um, It's full of entrepreneurs. We do biweekly calls. We have a Facebook group that everybody interacts in through the week. We're in there cheering people on as well, uh, the coaches at CEO AF. So that's another thing that I would say is just make sure that you're with the right tribe, right? You're surrounding yourself with a community that is going to speak positive things because we know that what we speak, we wire into our mind and we use that to create our reality. So I just think that coming into these market conditions, like your friends, um, like-minded people, entrepreneur communities, like like we have and like we're all a part of um, are just huge. So thank you so much. If you're interested in finding your way over to the conference room to join that group, you can find that information at www.ceoaf.com. He uh, <laughs> reminded me that this is behind me to point at so that everybody can see the website. We appreciate you guys for following along our podcast. Please make sure to subscribe so that you can catch the next episode that we have coming out. We appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you on the next episode of Becoming CEO. EOAF, baby. Thank you. Nice, guys.